How do you do? Mr. Carl Emily feels it would be a little unkind to present this picture without just a word of friendly warning. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation. Life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to... Uh, well, we've warned you. Atomic batteries to power. Turbine beans. Got fat robots jumping down fat Albert Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good at the time, but I don't see this working out. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you, anyone? I don't know. Who is this irresistible creature who has an inflatable love for the dead? Long shot can. I see this whole segment going wrong. Big Papa P. Just sitting out in the air gathering flies. There's another dude, I forget. Dan. He didn't call a person. He called a guy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Loud Idiots Radio Broadcast. Your source for comic books, sci-fi, horror, fantasy, professional wrestling, and all the various and diverse elements of geek culture. So strap yourself to your chair, pull open your ears, and grab your D20 tight, because the show is about to begin. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to another epic episode of The Loud Idiots. I am Big Papa Pete. I'm Longshot Ken. And I'm the Big Dog Dan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is, uh, is going to be a fun one, I think. We haven't done this in a while. Ken, this was your idea. Yeah, I, uh, I, figured, I figured now that, you know, Loud Idiots are, are back in full swing, I, I say we go back to the, the well with some of the things that we used to be really good at and one of those things was doing our own casting call good old-fashioned loud idiots casting call there's been a lot of cool rumors and developments over over at marvel with their films uh with the uh, with the announcement of the x-men getting ready to join their roster and and uh mainstream characters and uh i thought that this might be a good chance for us to kind of pull our resources and do our own casting of who we would want to see as the x-men in in the marvel cinematic universe yeah now, Ken, did you hear something that I didn't? Because I haven't heard an announcement of the X-Men joining. I could have sworn I heard something about Kevin Foggy say, Feige saying it almost, you know, soon after the, uh, the Fox deal with Disney went through. Yeah, but I thought it was kind of like a, yeah, we, we, we're totally interested in that. It's going to happen. It was vague. I, I don't think they've officially said, yes, the X-Men are coming and they'll be here. In, they, they definitely haven't given any kind of timeline. For when we can expect it right but it, it, you know it seems like a lot of these movies that are going to be coming out and actually series that are coming out the new wandavision and all the buzz around dr strange and the um the multiverse of madness i think we might wind up seeing some cool things of how they might introduce mutants in, into the population of the universe oh yeah there's there's definitely some openings that we know of in the uh in the slated movies that are coming up places they could slot the x-men in i mean hell we don't even know what happened when either uh hulk or iron man snaps took effect at the end of uh, avengers endgame yeah so uh but yeah so moving forward i think the hardest part was deciding which mutants we were gonna put into this list and one of the ideas that i had was to go with one of the more 
fan-centric rosters, and that was going with the 1990s animated series lineup. Yes, classic. Might as well, you know what, how about, as long as we're talking about it, how about we just get a jump on it and get going? What do you say, guys? Yeah, first, sure. ground rules, this is casting for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what you're, what you're looking at is you don't want any uh, double casting. That right. means actors who have played characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are ineligible. Right, anything from Iron Man through now. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, you heard that, right? Everything from Iron Man through now. I have only one word for you. <laughs> Blade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, actors from Blade are fair game, as long as they haven't also uh, showed up in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. The TV shows, the, the Netflix TV series and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also count in this. Right, and the Inhumans, I'm assuming, too. And the Inhumans and um, Agent Carter. Man, it's a darn shame that I forgot about the Inhumans because that screwed up my casting choices at one point. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, with that said, how about we just start getting a jump into this then? We got the guidelines <laughs> down. We got the roster down. Let's start with uh, one of the big the big bads of the X-Men. How about we start with Wolverine? Dan, what, what, do you, what are you thinking for Wolverine? Uh, Y'all gonna hate me for this. I'm thinking I'd like to see Keanu Reeves do it once. Interesting. Just once. I don't want to see him own the thing, and I'm concerned about his age on this, but I'd love to see this cat just do it once. What, do you think he's too young to play Wolverine? (laughs) I I think that he's pulling himself pretty thin. (laughs) Wolverine's 180-something years old, isn't he? Uh, he's like 80-something. Depend on what timeline we're talking about. Yeah. What I don't about think you? you can be too old. Me? Yeah, what about you, Pete? I, uh, I went for an uh, older person, um, probably about the same as Keanu, uh, but I want somebody who could be uh, gruff and uh, gritty, and I think James Blonde himself can do it. Daniel Craig. Oh, that is interesting. That is an interesting one. It's interesting. It's 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 based almost entirely on face shape for me. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. I um I went in a similar vein with casting an older actor, not too old, but um, I finally want to see John Hamm in a superhero movie. So I went with John Hamm for my Wolverine. Really. Wow, he's he he still kind of has the same height and build type as uh, Hugh Jackman. I'm sure he could bulk up and actually have a little bit more mass. And the dude's got to be hairy, so you know we, we got to keep that that hairy Wolverine thing going. There you go. I don't know. I just see him as too much of a pretty boy. Well, <laughs> you you may uh you may not care for a lot of my choices as as we continue. Ah, okay. Hmm. Well, let's continue then. Continue. So next the, uh, up, the, the X-Men's ahead. ultimate pretty boy, Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to take this first or? Yeah, I will. Okay. Ewan McGregor. Interesting. Ewan McGregor, okay. A little bit of an older Cyclops? A little bit, but the follow through on here, you'll see. Yeah, I think that's a lot of us with our casting. It depends yeah. on, I was. I looked at it as, Whoever I picked as this character may determine how the rest of my lineup goes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a tough call. It's it was a, actually pivotal. It's it's an interesting thing with the X Men. You can go a lot of ways when it comes to age, but as long as we go with a consistent casting, I think we're okay. Yep. All right, Pete. You want me to go, or you want to go? Why don't you go? Save mine. I got I got kind of a controversial choice, so we'll save mine for last. I was on the fence. I had like three different people on this one, and ultimately, I I decided to go with Chris Pine as my Cyclops. Chris Pine. He Captain works. Kirk. No, that's a really great one. Clean cut. That's a great one. That is a great one. Yeah, Cyclops and and my and my uh, Gambit later on were a toss up between who was who. I feel like Chris Pine and James. James Marsden are up for a lot of the same roles. Yeah, right. They're pretty, they're pretty interchangeable. So you've got a, a proven Cyclops model here. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pete? Like I said, I, I went, uh, I went in a, uh, a very different direction. I, uh, I went with John Boyega. Finn from uh, mm. Star Wars. Yeah, I wow. think there's, uh, there's nothing specific that says that Cyclops has to be white. Not at all. Uh, and it's an excellent opportunity for some diversity casting. I think he'd, uh, he'd knock it out of the park in that role. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, honestly, I think you're right because you want a certain something, you know, of character from this, for this character. Yeah. You know, and so I'm, uh, y'all got a lot great of choices. Casting, thank you. A lot of my casting, I'm thinking down the road, too. And I would kind of like to see John Boyega tackle a little bit more sinister character than uh, than we've seen him as that yeah. the, the general public is really is used to him as. Yeah, I was gonna say in those Star Wars movie, I didn't see a lot of leader qualities in him. Yeah, I think he could do it. He was so. picking it up. He was picking it up towards the end of uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, or whatever Jedi, the, you know, the the new one. Yeah. Skywalker, Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. All right, well, moving on. Let's go to Cyclops' main squeeze, Jean Grey. I'll go out with this one. Okay. Christina Hendrickson. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Christina Hendricks. That's, uh, okay. Well, that would actually fit in with your John Hamm one, but. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm worried to see how she's going to run around in that suit, but yeah. I'm not worried at all. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> what about boys, you, Pete? Boys, boys. Uh, well, you know, you've got a whole uh, slate of uh, redheads to choose from. I went with uh, Rose Leslie from, from uh, uh, Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah, because you know nothing, Scott Summers. She she's a really good, versatile actress. So I really like her. She is, and yeah. I think. Uh, I think she could bring a, a toughness and a physicality that most uh, per- portrayals of Jean Grey have been lacking. Yeah. I went in a completely different direction. I went with a non-redhead, who I'm sure that they could either just throw a wig or, sp- or spray the, the color, but um, sure. I went with Eliza Dushku. Ooh. Okay. Because, you know, we saw in Buffy someone that had issues and you know can actually play the on the line character and you're going to need someone that can play that powerful character in the event that we tackle phoenix again mm. which she can do very well absolutely uh next up uh this, this is i think this is going to be a, a weird and fun one for everybody we've got beast hank mccoy <laughs> what are you thinking den 
Michael Sheen. Really? Interesting. Yep. Refresh my memory. Uh, uh, Good Omens? Yeah, Good Omens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tron um, Legacy? Un, uh, uh, under, under, underworld? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Lucian. Now, Dan, are you, are you thinking... Uh, Frost about- versus Nixon, he was Frost. Dan, are you thinking him in prosthetics or are you thinking CGI and just a voice? Actually, I think he could turn around and uh, a combination of prosthetics, but he would have to get a little bit of bulk on him. But this man's amazing. I mean, uh, Ridley Scott's, uh, oh, sugar, Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, everything I've seen him in, he he steals the scene. Yeah, he's very good. You know, so I'm thinking this guy could bring a diversity to this role and a physicality, because I don't think they've gave him enough opportunities for that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Pete? I uh, I went for also a, uh, a an unconventional choice. Uh, I'm thinking CGI, not CGI, uh, prosthetics. But my guy is uh, is pre-buffed. Uh, I went with Terry Crews. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome! Um, a mix because you know I former think former Redskin. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Terry Crews. I think the Madman in, in the commercials and you know Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Like I don't think I mean I I never would have pictured Terry Crews for that for that intellectual you know i mean i don't mean it to be like i don't want to sound negative about see, it I just like it's not one of those things that would have crossed my mind see i get that but when i'm thinking about the beast i'm thinking the 1970s the bombastic beast yeah you know he's he is a bombastic wisecracker and nice. uh that lately that hasn't been played up as much in the character but i'd like to see that portrayal and you know he also happened he can also be a genius yeah. yeah. There's uh, nothing stopping him from being loud and brash like Terry Crews. Yeah. Nice. I went in, again, a, a weird mindset. Um, I figured, again, how Den put it, maybe a mix of, uh, of uh, practical and CGI. But I went with Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. Okay. I think he has, like, the right kind of voice. He's played uppity, smart characters before. And he actually has that wit to him. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know why, but in my head, I all of a sudden I heard Neil Patrick Harris say, oh, my stars and garters. And I'm like, that's it. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Hmm. That works. All right. Up next, we've got Rogue. Um, here's the funny part. Eliza Dushku. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny because I actually had her on the fence for that originally, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I think we're going to find is that I think all three of us are kind of like a great minds think alike deal. I think we're just picking different actors for different roles, though. Yeah, but... Same actors for different roles. Kind of. I think we're going to have a couple of crossovers, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see a couple. Yeah, I I could totally see uh, Eliza pulling off Rogue, too, with that raspy voice. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Pete? See, I'm seeing the 90s portrayal of Rogue, the X-Men's uh, strong warrior woman. Uh, and I went with uh, Catherine Winnick, oh. McGurta from, uh, from Vikings. Vikings. 
That that's actually a really good pick. Actually, I like that. I think so. she's got the she's got the right look. She can she's proven she can fight. I I went with the idea of a rogue that is constantly battling her own demons, um, and trying to deal with issues of her past and trying to excel above them. And I actually went with Emmy Rossum. Okay. From uh, you you would know her most, most probably most likely from Shameless, where she kind of deals with those issues personally. Christine from Phantom of the Opera. Yep. So, uh, she's next good. up, next up, we've got Storm. Yep. What you got there, Dan? Yep. I go with Kiki Lane. Who's uh, that again? Latest movie she was in is The Old Guard, um, where she played the newest immortal. That, that 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 the one with uh, Shirley Theron? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Chuatal, Elijah Four. Cool. What about you, Pete? I went with uh, Aisha Tyler. Yes. That is a good one. I I I, I, I consider that too, but I also, you know, knowing her personality and stuff, I just thought a little, you know, she's way funny and way too jokey. Like I can't personally I didn't see her outside of a comedy element, but See, I can't. I the, the way I picture her. In, I think she uh, can do anything. Oh yeah. So you, I don't know if you ever saw the Santa Claus movies. A long yes. time ago. But when she plays Mother Nature, it's almost perfect for a storm for the tone I'd want to see for Storm. Hmm. Nice. Um, I went with Sonequa Martin Green from Star Trek Discovery and The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. I think she has a really cool thing where um, where she uh, commands respect in a lot of the stuff she does, and she has that presence to her and that stature, and that, in my eyes, is like one of the perfect storm qualities. Okay. Absolutely. Good pick. Next up, we have the raging Cajun himself, Gambit. Oh, you ain't going to like my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Keish. Bring him back? Yeah. Give this man a fair chance to have some fun because I think he can hold it. I think he can own it, and I know he's a heck of a lot more physical now than he was 10 years ago. I'll be honest. I I was kind of uh, swinging oh, that way, it. too. No, oh, I was really? swinging that way, too, of actually the same reason you did. Put him in an actual real movie with a real interpretation of him and see if he could do it. Yeah. I mean, as the adversary in uh, American Assassin, he truly impressed me. I, I didn't go with him, but I thought about it. I actually went with Zac Efron. Hmm. That's think, a great choice. I think he's got the look if, you, if you're actually going to put him in that headgear and the costume. And the guy over the last couple of years, personally, in my eyes, has proven to be a, a really decent actor. I mean, I think he's grown a lot with some of the, the roles he's picked, even some of the bad ones. Yeah, but you've got to be able to carry that that Nolan's vibe, the whole thing. I, I think he could pull it off. He he's I think he can have that 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 smirk and that swagger. So okay. he could he could he could yeah, he, he can do the smirk and swagger, and you can get him a dialogue a dialect coach. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that one. What about you, Pete? Uh, I had a hard time with uh with Gambit. Um, he's a hard character to nail down. Um, I like I like Zach Efron. That was a good solution. But I went with uh, 
and I might need some help with the pronunciation on this. Charlie Hunam? Yeah. Yep. Did I get that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, largely because he's got the scruffy look, and frankly, I think it would be hilarious to hear him try the uh, New Orleans accent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> poor guy's not going to have any uh... – He's already got a very messed up accent because of so many years playing uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next up, for me, this was a, a really hard one. Jubilee. Real. Really. Easiest one on my list. Really? Okay. Aquafina. Really? Yep. All right. I'm, I'm curious in hearing this one. Why not? This woman has acting chops. Uh, she's comedic. Um, the only thing I don't know is, can she play the physicality of it? She's slightly older than the character calls for, but, you know, I'm really, I think she would do awesome in this role. Okay. See, I don't know. I, I don't, I haven't seen any of her acting chops, uh, outside of playing herself, essentially. So, um, I forget the name of the movie, possible. but, uh, it was one where... But she, uh, they had to lie to Grandma <laughs> about why everybody was gathering. And I saw her in uh, Ocean's 8. Right. Which was pretty funny. Crazy Rich Asians she was funny in. Yeah, she was. So, yeah, like I said, the only thing missing, I want to see if she can get physical. Okay. Okay. What, what about you, Pete? I went with Peyton Elizabeth Lee. Okay. Not a, uh, not a big name, but she's done a lot of work for Disney, so she's already in with the mouse. So she was in uh, Disney Channel's uh, Andy Mack, right? And a movie called the Second, the, the Secret Society of Second Born Royals, where she showed off a little bit of the action and uh, just the attitude that I think you'd need from Jubilee. Okay. And uh, for those of you not familiar easiest way I can describe her is imagine a uh, teenage Ming-Na Wen. Oh, okay. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. I like that. I went in a completely weird direction, too, because I, I see Jubilee kind of like how they used Rogue in the first X-Men movie, where she's going to be like the every character, or, like the, or the everyman character. And it's better if she's younger and just experiencing her powers, kind of like similar to, I guess, where you, where you went with, with yours, Pete. But I went with Aubrey Anderson Emmons, and you would know her as Lily on Modern Family. Okay. Okay. So I figured by the, by, by, by the time they get to doing the movie and everything else, she'll probably just be at that age where it would be believable that her powers are manifesting. Yeah, that works. Nice. All right. And last and certainly not least on this list, I probably one of the, the most important casting decisions for this movie, Professor X. Well, let's just say I was torn between three people. I was torn between two. Well, I didn't know whether to go with Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, but I went ahead and went with uh, Chuatel EGO4. Ah, okay. Can we do that? Oh, wait. Why? Because uh, he's Mordo in Doctor Strange. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> See? This is one of the hardest things ever, man. 
Oh no. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Oh it's the rules. It's the rules. All right, yeah. Jason Statham for the win. Jason Statham as Professor X? I don't know, man. No, no. I, I would have allowed Vin Diesel, even though, <laughs> he, even though he technically has a role in the MCU. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, oh. he, but he's, he's already Groot. Oh, okay, come back around to me. I got to think really quick, really fast. See, see I, I always said uh, Vin Diesel should have been allowed to play Black Bolt. There you yeah. go. Because his face wasn't wasn't uh, in it. It wasn't double cast. And his voice wouldn't be double oh, cast. hold it. That's it. Dwayne Johnson. The Rock as Professor X? Yes! Oh, yes! Um, I'm looking at your picks, then. This is the craziest X-Men lineup I would ever see in my life. The well, prof is swole. <laughs> <laughs> this is the craziest cast on Den's list I think I've ever seen in my life. It was going good until it went sideways with, uh, yeah, come back around. I can't. It's all I right. Can't. I love The Rock, but I don't know if we can keep him in that position. What I about mean, you, Pete? Stone Cold, maybe. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, wow. Like the Rock isn't even the first wrestler I'd pick for Professor X. <laughs> uh, no, I Professor X is the uh, the the mind, the brains behind the X Men. He's the uh, he's got to be seen as the father figure who brings everybody together. But down the road, he's going to turn, uh, you know, a little bit more uh, evil ish. You know that. Because Professor X has always been slightly uh, his motivations, you never quite know. That's why I went with Brian Cranston. Oh, nice. Walter, Walter White is White. Professor X. He should have been Lex Luthor, but I think he works as Professor X. Yeah, that, that that would be interesting. My pick was I decided to give this actor who played a mentor in a genre piece a second chance in what would hopefully be a good movie. Um, my Professor X is Liam Neeson. Ah, nice. that, was a, that was a thought of mine. Oh, this is going to mess me up. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm switching mine off. I'm going to have to switch off on another tune here. So Michael Shannon for Professor X. Okay. General Zod? Yep. I he's think actually, he he's had actually better really one. He's really he's good, a, too. He's awesome, but I had him as a possibility for a couple of other ones, the villains. So, damn it. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the villains because we are starting to run out of time, but we actually did more homework and actually came up with a list of potential Brotherhood of Evil Mutants for this movie, too, um, which we're going to wind up saving for the next episode. But uh, looking at this, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I had a lot of fun doing this. What about you guys? Oh, I loved oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. I can't wait to see this movie of mine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, you know what? I'm, I'm actually more curious to see Dens just based on how badass crazy some of these are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had sideways motivation on a couple of them. I'm like, honestly, think about it. Wolverine is yep. probably the toughest 
if I was thinking business wise, I'd want somebody of a certain age, a certain demeanor, a certain carriage. Yeah. And it's tough to beat Hugh Jackman's uh, image. Just really is. Yep. So that's why I played with and said, okay, let's make this a fantasy list. But so, possible. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, that yeah. we are running out of time. Uh, we got to head out. We will catch you at the next episode with the, the Brotherhood. That's going to do it for us, guys. I'm Longshot Ken. I'm Big Papa Pete. And I'm the Big Dog Den. Loud idiots, out! out. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.